The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Brian Ortega, spin, boom. Oh, for all you counting me out, learn to count, motherfuckers. Brian T-City Ortega. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Well, I mean, we're starting here. I guess we have to start with, before we, you know, let's start the main event, which of course you picked correctly and I I picked incorrectly. Yeah, you and Dean Thomas, so don't you're not alone. You're not alone in your co-main or your main picks. Dean Thomas, he shares your 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 pain and your shame. Our folly. There's no shame. No shame at all. Justin's a, a you know a gamer, but holy shit, what could you say about Habib, man? He is just he he's listen, he's he, he's one of the only guys ever in this sport to go out on top like that. You know, imagine yeah. if Theodore done that at a certain point in his uh, career. You know what I mean? But why is why is he going out? Like I know he said he had like family reasons and stuff. Yeah. But he was indicating that if Connor or Dustin wanted to fight him next, he said he would be open to fighting them next. After the fight, I heard him say that he listen. He strangled both of them. <laughs> Basically, he's. I heard him say that he strangled both of them. So I, that doesn't really excite him. Oh. Listen, a lot of things. You know. He, you know. He said he had a conversation with his mother. And that she didn't, you know, want him, you know, fighting or w- without his father here on this earth. And uh, that guy is going to keep to his word. I feel he did walk away on top. And uh, I think it's a beautiful thing. Don't tell me you didn't get a little choked up with him after the fight, getting a little upset. In the, uh, I, oh, of course. I was very, it was very sad. And, and it was, yeah, it was, it was very emotional, but it was, it yeah. was. It was, a, it was a beautiful thing because he had such a beautiful relationship with his, with his father. Because even when you see his father and him wrestling around, like you see like the love, like, like you see with Habib trying to move him, And, and even though his father's like, he still knows all like the right way to distribute his weight. And so he's like, it's like, you see like the, the love and the, um, how much, uh, Habib admired his father. Yeah. Like with all their interactions, it wasn't just like a trainer or you know, it was such a, I don't know. It was such a nice, nice, beautiful relationship. So when he was doing that happened in the, in the cage like that, Oh my God. Even Ray Longo's black heart. He was getting upset. You, yeah, you know, it's interesting, though, this because before the fight, he was indicating 
that he would fight the winner of Conor Poirier. And he gave no indication that he was ready to walk away. Now, I know guys like him do it for other reasons. Money is important, but that's certainly not everything for a guy like that. Well, but I'm wondering why I think money. How about that? I think it's that's the least factor in right. any with that. But, but again, you also have kids and a family and you want to be, you know, but if he had a last fight, whether it was against Connor or against there's a tremendous amount of money in a last fight, regardless of what happens. Yeah, but that was his last fight. And that was a tremendous fight. But if it was announced as a last fight, like if he said that he's doing one more fight, I'm just surprised he did that. That's all. I was surprised. I, I'm, well, listen, it was, I think it was an amazing, I think if you're going, look at that, let's just talk about the performance for a second. Yeah. I mean, wasn't even close. Incredible. It was total domination. And the biggest thing was, all right, could he keep him down? I don't know if he, he might've finished that arm lock. Who knows? You know, he might have been rushing it because he knew he only had like a couple seconds to try to get it. But he took him down. And the fact that the, the confidence of Habib, now people were wondering if he could, the bigger thing is if he could keep Justin Gaethje down because of his wrestling. And then it's folks, folk style wrestling versus, versus Habib's wrestling. Like, you know what I mean? They're all gassing this up. Talk about his, his wrestling credentials. And nobody's, I yeah. even said, nobody's ever held him down and beat him up ever. Right. Sure, of course. He made it look easy. He it did, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like, all right, he's almost getting out. Not only did he have the confidence that, that he was going to do that, it takes a lot of confidence to be mounted and go for a, an arm lock on a guy like that. In the beginning, in the first, he's just going for an arm lock right away. He's not even just sitting there beating him up. He's not playing it safe. And then, then he mounted him again. He goes for a, a triangle on top, which is not, you don't see that all the time. You see it in transitions. But on top to go for that takes a lot of nuts. I mean, it's because you could lose position. There's a chance of losing position and being back on your feet. He did not care. He had that much confidence. He, he looked good on his feet. And I, the one thing Gaethje was doing effectively was kicks. I mean, you could see that Habib's leg was definitely, there's a couple of times he did that thing where he buckles you with kicks. But he, you could, something, Gaethje was definitely, he looked different than I've ever seen him look in his face. And he started, I'm not saying he was afraid of him, but I, maybe Habib stung him and was more effective with stand-up than Justin expected. But he seemed off, and not just because Habib was – he seemed like Habib uh, got his – he got uh, Justin's respect. There was something in his face where he didn't look the same as I've seen him look, even against guys like uh, Eddie Alvarez or, you know, when he was in an all-out war. You know, I know what that is, though. It's you know what that face is? It's Habib. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. No, no, I said maybe it was – it was. I mean, Habib may have stung him a lot harder than he thought, uh, or maybe when he got a hold of him for the first time, he really – because he said he was strong, so he might have been stronger than he expected him to be. Like they said, it's not – you can't – it's not that until you feel it, you don't, you know, until he gets a hold of you, you don't realize how strong he actually is. But it's also just the pressure. I mean, he had him, he had him just, yeah. oh, well, he was right in his face from the beginning and he was relentless. That pressure, Justin was breathing heavy. It's not yeah. that he didn't get the win back within right. that minute, but he was at the end of that first round, it was a, oof. yeah, like, holy shit, this guy's coming after me. Then he survives the, the mount, the arm lock. I mean, took him down, mounted him. And then again in the second round, just just beautiful transitions and just the control, the submission. Uh, uh, how about when he gets the triangle? And what is Justin going to do? He's going to try to quit and rampage Jackson him like he did to uh, Hakaro yeah. that time and knocked him out with a power bomb. And that's not an intelligent thing to do. And how do you take that away? The way the way Habib took that away, you grab right under the leg. So now instead of this guy power bombing you, he's got you a foot off the floor. So he can only slam you so much. And then when he does slam you, you go into the choke tighter. Habib, had a, that was a masterful last fight versus yeah. a guy that's coming. Look at what that, If you look at his fight, I mean, styles make fights. Sure. Obviously. 
But look at look, he's called the the highlights. I mean, look at Justin's fights. Yeah, he's a beast. And Habib, he did make it look easy. Yeah, like he was, and I thought it was easy. He made it look easy. He's just he's on that next level. You don't get to twenty nine and zero right by not being on that level. Hats off to him. Yeah, an amazing person. He'll always, I'm sure, be around in the sport. I'm sure he's going to produce more champions and and. uh I was watching his his uh, video of him <laughs> of him wrestling with that bear as a kid again. Now what's it just shows you what pussies kids are around here sometimes. Like that bear was like biting his. I know he was biting his arm too. Like I know yeah. it didn't. Have, it probably didn't have like the teeth, but it was like just, yeah, he didn't give it. He was that was such a fun little. You ever watch that whole thing? Oh sure, sure. It's really fun because it's like back and forth and it's so <laughs> it's so funny. You know what's interesting? He's the third champion to vacate the belt in a really short period of time. And I just was, it's stunning to me. It was Cejudo, it's John and, uh, and, and Habib. It's, cr- it's really interesting to watch these guys walking away. Um, Jones, just because he, he said he, he's going to move up to heavyweight, but this is the third guy to vacate a belt in, I mean, is it six months or eight months? Whatever Joe, I think Jones or Henry did it first. I don't remember which one of those guys did it first, but it just struck me. It's, I mean, there's a lot of guys doing that and I don't know exactly why. Habib had seemed like he had a real family reason, but it just, it, it seemed to be something that I never saw before. And now there's three guys doing it in a short period of time. Nah, I mean, I mean, Habib's just a different, yeah. different situation altogether. But by the way, John Jones never lost either. I mean, you know, he might've lost rounds here and there, but he never lost. Like, I mean, they were talking about how many rounds did Habib ever lose? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Questionable how many it might have been. Maybe the third round against Connor. Is that the one where or or second round? Maybe listen, all out stud, great role model, fantastic person all around, athlete, fighter, person. I'm just I'm happy for him. You know, that was a beautiful fight. And Justin, oh, you're not listening, you're not keeping that guy down. That guy, you don't think that guy had a good time? I mean, listen, it might not have been a great day in the office, but you're not keeping him down. He's gonna come back, yeah, and knock out his next guy. You know what I do like in the corner work? Trevor's like, you gotta, you know. Slow it down. He's like, how much slower do you want me to make? <laughs> yeah, that's funny that he's like, he mentioned that. Justin said that. How much slower do you want me to? So he was really trying to keep keep it in reserves. But I mean, just Habib was just overwhelming. He's a machine. Yeah. Overwhelming. Yeah. I hate to see him walk away. Just I really, it's so, it's so rare to see a guy that dominant and, and a guy who's not just dominant with the record, but like you said, how many rounds has he lost? And they did that whole thing with the greatest pound for pound ever. And again, that's just fun chat. Um, but I, it's much as Habib is a great champion, and and I mean I still put Jones above anybody uh, because he's defended fifteen times. Um, you know, there, there's guys on his level. I think even though he's had closer fights than Habib did, he defended fifteen times. So yeah, well, listen, he's in that great category of one or two guys. You know what I mean? So he's right there, and you know, um, before I forget, because we're just talking about corner work, Lauren Murphy's corner deserves a nod. I'd like to get their names, if possible, to our crack team of non-detectives. <laughs> no, yeah. like, guys, if you can get that. Uh, do you know why, Jimmy? Because that was a – first of all, I thought that fight was, was really good. I thought yeah. she was – I thought Lauren Murphy was on point. Yeah. And Lilia uh, – Shakarova. 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 Yeah. You know, she was talking about – listen, and I understand <laughs> you want that positive mindset. I understand right. that. But you cannot – it's almost bad karma if you start just saying, hey, I don't – Lauren Murphy who, basically? I'm, I'm just thinking about Valentina. Well, she I'll should retire. Right now, she should retire. I'll tell you right now, Valentina's <laughs> not thinking about you right now. 
All right. She might be thinking of Lauren Murphy. She might be saying, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm on notice, but don't, don't how like it's listen. I don't listen. It's not, I don't care who says it. It's wrong. It's disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. And, and Lauren Murphy wasn't having it. And no. let me tell she you. She wouldn't even touch gloves with her. She wouldn't even touch gloves in the beginning of the, she was, she's like, I wasn't, had no feeling about this until I heard her say that. I liked her. And then it just clicked something in Lauren Murphy said she was fucking fuming. I like her style. And I like the fact that her corner man, uh, what were they saying? Get the body lock, get the pummel, get those double underhooks, you know, get the underhooks, get the body lock on her. Once she got that body lock, Jimmy, Woo! It was so. He's like, I. Not only do I like, 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 like proper advice or like advice that I can say. All right, yo, that 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 looks like it makes sense. But then when you see the fighter execute it and it leads to a victory, yeah, that's why we're. That's why I'm bringing it up, Jimmy. It stood out in an, an amazing night of fights. That stood out to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Obviously, our buddy Walt Harris, Alexander Volkov looked good. Um. He looked really good. You know, he, he's, he's a really, like, I didn't realize he was 6'11". He's a giant. Um, and he looked better against Walt Harris than he did against Greg Hardy. And I, he looks like, he reminds me of Ivan Drago. No, I like that. And, uh, but, you know, listen, we love Walt Harris. It looked like a similar shot. Was it a liver shot? Kick. It was, it was a straight belly. kick. Yeah, it was a brutal. Because it kind of had the same reaction as our buddy, uh, Caitlin Chuhagen, uh, where it's a similar reaction because it's just like, ah. Like, you don't want to scream. You don't want to yell out. You don't want, you want to have a poker face. But hey, listen, man, they, they get you, they get you with that. That's like a button. It's like, ah, not like that. No, actually, it's not. It's not like that at all. They didn't do it that. It was like, uh, the they first time scream. I saw that was, uh, it was this. It was Mirko Krokop against Bob Sapp. You remember how that fight what ended? When he kicked him that was a kick like that. And he just, like you can feel, it's almost like no matter how tough you are, that shot gets people to make the I'm a little kid who's hurt face. Like that area of the body, no one can take that. And I think Bob Sapp is the first one I ever saw that uh, that reaction to. A crow cop kicked him. Ty Tuivasa, by the way, uh, our pal Tuivasa, oh, who, who ended that three fight skid, oh, looked very good. He was a good dirty boxing up against the, the fence. And again, it's been talked about before, but Struve just doesn't use a jab, and I don't know why. With his, with his length, I don't, you know, I don't know what it is about. Is he worried about being taken down? Like, I don't know why he doesn't use a jab because he has such long arms. I guess he tries to use his, his legs almost as a jab, but um, it, it gets him into trouble, and it gets him up against the fence a lot. And uh, that's what happened to him this fight, and congrats to Tui Boston. Man, I like that, man. That was awesome. Good job, Ty. That was that – was, yeah, he was game. He looked game. And I like the way he was keeping his head position with yeah. the underhook up against the cage. You heard DC mentioning that. It's probably stuff they worked with because DC's not a very tall heavyweight either. Like, you know what I mean? So that's – he's probably like, – because you hear DC saying, look at his head positioning. And so I thought that was very smart. He didn't look just like a, right. like a banger in there. He's smart yeah. and a clinch up against the cage. Very smart. Oh, man. That was fun. That was a fun fight, though. You know, yeah. I like the skyscraper, but geez. That that was a that you know you got to feel good for uh for Ty to get that you know that that uh the, the, after you know, three after that. three losses yeah that's got to be a tremendous relief and um also by the way Phil Hawes against Dave, Jacob uh, Malcoon I, oh Jesus Christ that first what a dev I think that was the guy's UFC debut because they said it was the second fastest middleweight debut knockout in history 
And the other guy, um, Jacob, he trained with, I believe, Robert Whitaker and them. Yes? Um, I am 90%, 95% sure. Uh, and they were saying, oh, it's, you know, they're not surprised. It's about time that he got in there. He's finally in there. Ah, that's a rough one. You know, it sucks when you don't get to show. It's not the ending. It was, it was. Yeah. The ending was, the beginning was the ending. But it's that you don't get to show anything. That's the worst yep. part of it. You know what I mean? You don't get that. You don't even get a shot. I mean, so he just, I mean, hey, but hey, listen, it's a brutal game. Philip, Philip. Pause. Uh, hey, pause. Yeah. That's right. Pause. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a W. My bad. I got to make Yeah, my eyes are starting phone. to suck. Nice. Uh, that looked awesome. Nice yeah, kid. From finish. Jersey. Yeah, nice from Bergen County, New Jersey, which, I, of course, I want to see the, the Jersey guy uh, win. Oh, we got to see Magomed versus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uncle Lamb against Kutalaba uh, first round. It was just it looked devastating. That was rough. That was a rough one, Jimmy. That, I mean, he got him when he looked like he was going to do a back fist or a spin. And then he just came right down the middle. And it was brutal. And he stayed on him. And at one point, it looked like Cutalaba was going to survive when he protected himself for like a shot or two. But then his arms just went down and then the lights went off. Yep. It's a rough one. It's a, yep. it's a rough a rough stoppage. A, 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 a just stoppage. But uh, whew, he, I'll tell you right now, he packed yep. some heat. Magomed, don't play around, man. And Miranda Maverick. I love his name, name, too. I like Magomed. Oh, for who you for? Imagine, like, hey, who do you got? Your agent calls you out. Who do they, who do they get me? Who is it? Ankalaev. He sounds like a killer. <laughs> Magomed Ankalaev sounds like a killer, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jung or Jung, sorry, against Sam Alvey was a draw. 29-28, 28-29, and then 28-28. Uh, really good fight. I was happy for Sam Alvey. Yeah, I'm fine with it. He looked great, and they were both kind of happy with that one. That was a, that was a great fight. I'll tell you, it was a great fight, because once you thought uh, um, Alvy was going to be uh, taken out, he started coming back, with, and yeah. he started like, charging him across the cage and punches. That was so we much fun. We should get him back on, Matt. He, he's a tough guy, Sam <laughs> He is a very, very tough guy. Well, both Jung and, uh, and yeah. Alvy, great, great, great. I, I, what a fight. Casey Kenny and uh, Nathaniel Wood. Yep. Damn, that was a good fight. That was a bone burner. I think yep. that got fight of the night, uh, and, and just and that was a, and, and and rightfully so. You know that was that was a hell of a fight. Casey Kenny's looking amazing lately. Uh, you know Nathaniel Wood. Whew. Did you see the uh, uh, Miranda Maverick against uh, Liana Jojua? The uh, that elbow split her nose. She didn't want to quit. I mean, they, they that was a doctor stoppage. But I guess they couldn't stop the blood. Um, she was bleeding really badly, but she she really didn't want to, uh, did not want that fight stopped. Yeah. Well, listen, she's a tough Georgian. Yeah. She is. Yes, she, she right? is. She's from Georgia. There, Rob's always, uh, you know, like uh, wishing her uh, good luck and everything. He's friends with her. And uh, by the way, Rob's looking like an effing beast. Aljo too. Aljo's looking sick. I don't want to say what subs the other day, but. Marab got Marab got not on Aljo, but other guy during during uh, some training. Marab got like eight 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 subs of a Jesus. particular sub, and I ain't gonna talk about it. It was fucking and on some of my black belts too, which I'm like, right. what are you? What's going on here? Anyway, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. He's he's uh, he's looking. I'll tell you, yeah, good the guys are looking good. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. It would be negligent, Matt, if we didn't mention the co-main event. Well, you know, once again, Matt Sarah. A, a tremendous job. Stop it. Tremendous no, no, job ahead. of pick. <laughs> it's hard to pick against. I incorrectly. 
picked Cannonier. But again, Cannonier has looked, I mean, you know, it's like, it's like betting against the tank. He's looked great. He's looked fast. He's fought well. His leg kicks have been devastating. And he was having effect uh, against Whitaker with that as well. Did you hear what happened to his ulna nerve? I'm like, very sure he said ulna nerve. I hope he did. Because it was not the same. Maybe it's... Because I saw his arm in the sling, and it, that would make sense. Hey, man, I'm, I'm not going to cry to see Whitaker. If I see Whitaker and Adesanya run it back, uh, I still think Adesanya can, can get a decision out of that. But it's like you, you forget, oh, yeah, Whitaker's the next champion for a reason. I mean, he's a smart, really great fighter. Oh, let's get the actual quote, Jimmy. The if you want to do it, you want to press on that? The very first kick he threw broke or fractured my left, my left all night. The very first kick. So I'm going to get this in the first round. Oh. You wonder how much that affected his performance. I mean, obviously, and again, you can't take anything away from Rob Whitaker. He was so good. He's such a good fighter and he's such a, uh, a smart fighter. And, um, you know, he's just, he's, he, I, I was a, how could you bet against Robert Whitaker? I mean, you didn't. Uh, Robert Whitaker is, is such a martial artist in a sense where, like, he's real, like, he, I, I seen him, like, in a jiu-jitsu gi match somewhere online. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Holes. I'm like, oh, look at this. He's intelligent. And he's got he's got his hands down low, and then they come up high with that jab. He's got that like that karate bounce, and he's a unique guy, man. He went in there confident, and I'll tell you right now, Jared was confident as well. So it, it was, I was very, I was really intrigued to, to watch. And then as it was going, I'm like, wow, man. What, again, there's a reason why this guy beat twice, Yo Romel, ten straight rounds, yeah. Jimmy, I don't know if we should open this can of warmers right now. It might have to you open it, my friend. I can't wait to tell you about my new virtual reality. Oh, you wait. You got rid of what you had. No. You added no. to it. This is what I did. This is what I did. I, I went on a, a – the, the, I don't usually – guys ask me to go on podcasts a lot. I usually don't because I don't want to get – listen, you don't want to make people sick of you. No one's sick of you, Matt. No one's getting sick of you. <laughs> listen, so – I, you know, I went on something called like, what is it? Coffee in VR or something? Like, I don't know. It was some, it was some, these two nice guys, so. this guy, Tyler and this other ginger guy. Well, they're rendered reality. Oh, okay. That's them on Instagram. But they're, they're, they're like some nerdy guys that I, and they're nice. Okay. That's my people, you know? And they like, look, Matt, come on the show. And now I went on the show. I had a good time because I talk about my, I talk about the stuff that you hate me talking about. Like, no, I'm always people, happy when you're happy. So I got, so listen, so I went on this show and they were telling me, about the, I got the Vive Pro, yes. as you know, all right? But I'm telling you, I, it's tentum, it's it's like, uh, what, what's the word? Um, Stupid? Ridiculous? No, it's awesome, but oh, it's, okay. it's, it's more of the fact that it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's like on and off. Like some, I got to yeah. wait sometimes for the headset to get right. I try to get a download another game. I can't turn right. What the fuck is that? Anyway, and sometimes you have, I have like sensors in my room. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. You probably seen it over your buddy Anthony Cooley's house. You got the sensors up on the wall. Anyway, no, it's mirrors and cameras over Anthony's bedroom. Listen, just hang with me for two seconds. Listen. I'm with you. So this thing, Jimmy, Oculus Quest Two, it's a it's a wireless. Sure. Fuck you. So I can take it to Vegas when I go to Vegas. You can. I can take it to the fights when I want to go to the fights and be I'm Hello. quarantined. Yeah. Jimmy, no, listen to me. Oh, oh sorry. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> Jimmy, I know you might not have to listen to this. I told you to watch Ready Player One. It's just, you it's did. almost like that. Okay. In this game. So I went out. These guys told me about this thing. And then I read all the comments. I read some of the comments, which I don't normally do. Right. And all the guys were happy I went on there, the nerds. And they're like, they're nice nerds. They're my people. And they're like, oh, he's got to get that. He's got to get it. Guess what I did? It was a shitty day out yesterday. You got it. Right to Best Buy, Jimmy. 
Oh, did I go to Best Buy? And not only did I go to Best Buy, I got um, the Oculus Quest 2. And I, you have to have a Facebook account to set it up, which is a little weird. But whatever. Why? I don't know. I don't want them spying on me. But you, the cameras are in there. They track you in there. It is the most amazing experience I've had so far in VR. I love my vibe. I'll still play it. I'll play my standout battle royale on that. Royale on that. But there's a new game to me. Population One. Pop One. How they you know they call it in a, sure. in, you know in VR tools. Yeah, yeah it's fast. Uh, you know when I when you hear when I say I'm playing Pop One. Just, you know, be like, oh, he's, he's playing his VR. Yeah, population one. What? That's what my, listen to me, Jimmy, Jimmy, you'll see, like my wife took a video of me uh, yesterday doing it on my Instagram, and um, I, you see me climbing the wall, and I'm, and you flying. Picture like a battle royale with a squirrel suit, so you can like jump from a building. It is so much fun. Do you really feel like you're flying? Jimmy? Look at my, go look at my Instagram after this. And you look at me fucking, I don't look normal. No. I feel bad for the wifey. You even hear her saying, I gotta, I gotta look at this. Like, come on, look what I gotta look at. Hey, Jimmy, remember before yes, I was asking about Lauren Murphy's uh, corner, uh, corner guy who was giving me great advice? Yeah, it's her husband. What's that? It's her husband, Joe. It's Joe, it's Joe Murphy. Oh, I didn't hear you ask that. I, I, I knew that. I would have told you that. Joe Murphy, that's a husband. You didn't recognize him with the mask on. Sure I did. Oh, you just didn't. Why didn't you tell me? I, I did. I, yeah, you know what? I forgot you were asking. I was distracted. I don't know whether to believe you or not. But listen, I, uh, listen. No. this is the thing. I like yeah. to give credit where credit is due. And I'm sitting here about to get into, listen, that coach must really know his fighter. He better. It's his wife. Listen, good job, Joe and Lauren. Way to be right here. Ortega is here now. Let's, get, let's talk to Brian Ortega. Looking for a new home or you want to save on your current mortgage? Visit rate.com and you could get massive savings with Guaranteed Rate, the official mortgage partner of the UFC. Rates are at historic lows and you could land that dream home or refinance to potentially cut your current payments in about 15 minutes. Visit rate.com today to get started with Guaranteed Rate. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. Savings, if any, vary based on a variety of factors. Restrictions apply. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLS you put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports. Choose Thorne, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorne.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T-E-N for 10% off. That's promo code ufc 10 and you get 10% off, and Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters. Oh, there he is. Hey, Brian. Brian, hey, what's up, man? Hey, have we really not talked to you in almost a year? Why, why do I think our prep sheet's wrong? Has it been since last December we haven't spoken to you? It's probably been a while, man. You've been MIA, though. You've, uh, been, you've been off healing yeah. up and, and that kind of thing. No? It's been so long, I feel. 
Yeah, I was gone for a bit, man. I was gone for a bit. I was uh, rebuilding myself and everything, so kind of just wanted to stay away from the from the limelight, basically. You must have felt incredible. I mean, I mean, after uh, what was it? Uh, you're fourteen and zero, and you dropped one. And it's always interesting how a fighter will respond to that because some guys, it's very hard. I don't think I've ever seen a fighter respond more effectively than, than you did. Uh, it, it was incredible. I mean, uh, at what point did you realize like all this time off actually meant something and worked? I mean, I knew it was working, you know? I, I felt better when we were doing, we were setting up so many things and uh, they were working. And all of a sudden, they were like, um, now I just got to get out there and prove it. I said that I can, that I can do this. So, I mean, that was it. You know, I went out there and showed showed myself, basically, that I can that I did it. I loved seeing, and I like, just like I said with Jorge Masvidal, with Mike Brown showing that knee before, and then he used it in a fight. Everybody's like, fuck, that wasn't a coincidence. I love seeing you backstage with your manager, Tiki, and you're showing that elbow and showing, keep showing, and, and uh, wow, did you, did, now, was that in the arsenal before he fought? Uh, Yair Rodriguez, or did you guys see that and go, I can make that work? No, we saw, obviously, we took we took something from every fight, right? Um, and we go, okay, he doesn't like spinning elbows, um, or he doesn't like elbow. Elbow was his weakness, right? That's what put the zombie down uh, with the Yair fight. And um, if you look at my fights from when I fought Tavares, I used a spinning back elbow and dropped him. When I fought Max, I used a spinning back elbow, but I didn't. It, it didn't have much damage on him because I did it wrong. Um, so I've been doing it. I had, I, had, I had a timing for it. And now that I'm working Muay Thai and I've been training with Kevin Ross and all these guys, they're just like, yo, this is like, this is the real spinning back elbow. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, let's, let's go for it. And I started learning it more and, and training with these guys. And then um, and it paid off. Almost at the buzzer. He almost did it again. I'll tell you right now, if that would have landed, it was almost in motion. But you had the presence of mind to stop, right? I mean, right at the bell, at the, the last round. I thought you were going to hit him with that. When I, took, when I took the step to, to like, I, the back step, back step, and then right as I went to the pivot, I heard the yeah. bell. And then so it was like, it's almost like, I've done it so many times in practice where, like, I know I'm going to hit it and I don't do it. So I have that, like, you're going to go, but you stop kind yeah, of uh, show it. Re- reflex, I guess, right? I'm, I'm present in the moment. I'm not, like, there's nowhere, like, I'm out of control, you know? Like, I'm in control the whole time. So when I heard the buzzer, it was like, yo, I put my hands up to the ref. Like, I didn't hit yeah, him on me. Like, was, <laughs> it was like, yeah, exactly. That's a good presence of mind. It's not like a Hail Mary elbow. You know what I mean? It's a... Uh, you know when to hit yeah. that button to execute it, the timing on it. Was that 50-45 for all three judges? I mean, that that was a stu- – because he's so great uh, on his feet. and it was, it was stunning how he just couldn't figure out what to do. Maybe he was – I mean, obviously the idea of being taken down was on his mind. But, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen him completely unsure of what to do. Uh, that was really, really uh, dominating. Thank you, man. Thank you. We uh, – when I said rebuild myself, I meant it, you know? Dude, shit, man, you showed it. You know what I caught afterwards? And now it makes a lot of sense now that I think about it because shit, man. Well, I started off with a loss, but it's got to be a lot different when you're you're on that, that uh, you got that momentum of not having any losses. And then the second you get a loss, you 
it could really surprise you what comes out of some people's mouths after a loss. And now this is what I sensed from your after fight. I can't, I'm not going to quote you, but it was basically the people that stuck with you, the people that left you, you know, basically that kind of thing, right? I'm summing it up, but I, I feel you because it, it comes at you from the weirdest angles and from people that are normally so cool. Because it hurt, man. That shit hurt, bro. That shit hurt, man. Yeah, I mean, I just had, I had people that were around me for a long time, man, you, you know, and, and even after one loss at the top against the best guy at that time, I got the, the things I got for it and, and the, the words that came out of some people's mouth, I, I was, I was, I was like, wow, I go, holy, like, damn, what happened to Ryder yeah. Die? Were they things that they were doubting you or, or, or do they things where you're like, wow, this guy doesn't want to stick around? It was just. I mean, I'm, I don't want to even want to quote the stuff because I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to quote that that person or the stuff. But uh, it was just basically, you know, I don't know. Without, I can't even say it, you know? It's just, because, it, because, yeah, it's just but it, stupid. It hurt you. It was almost, yeah, it was like, yo, like, you failed me and what are people going to think of me while I'm on the fucking journey? You know, I'm like, wow. Okay. Oh shit! Oh, I said to him. And it was no, it was it was deeper than that, man. But yeah, that's kind of like just a little little picture for you, you know. It's uh, wow. It's sad when it's guys that you listen. It's worse enough. And I've said this before. I used to go to a certain like GNC all the time. This is back when I fought BJ Penn this, this ages ago. And this nice guy behind me. He's around my a little smaller than me. The guy behind the counter. Nice guy. I used to like see him. Nice. Oh, what are you fighting? I lost to BJ Penn, Brian. I came in the next day. I'm like, ah, it was a close fight. He goes, can I just tell you something though? Can I tell you? He goes, I just felt in that third round, you just didn't want it enough. And I go, dude, just give me your fucking protein bar. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> give me my protein bar. I want to kill this guy. He goes, oh, you don't want a constructive criticism? I'm like, you're a fucking cashier. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> telling me, Brian. I could have I I dealt with that. And I have dealt with it a long time. You'd be surprised at the amount of patience I have. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to that, man, um, trust me, man. I, I've had I had people come and tell me like all kinds of things, man. Like th then you're like, wow, like you really just came up to me and told me some shit like that. Uh, and it's just some some ended up in fights, but my homies defending me, you know. Um, but it was it's me saying like, guys, it's just like it's not that serious. Let it go. But once they start fighting, I'm like. I'm like, hell yeah, fuck it, beat his ass. He doesn't <laughs> figure. You, you could use it as fuel, though, don't you, Brian? You could use that. I mean, oh, like I, you, I mean, looks like you did. I did. I mean, you never look better. I mean, that's a, a phrase they throw out there. Yeah. But, I mean, a guy like Korean Zombie, to do what you did each round was something else. No, man, like I said, I'm with Tiki. I'm with Paul. I got to establish a, a legitimate team, you know, like strength and conditioning, nutrition, uh, sleep schedules, uh, athleticism-based uh, things, you know, like, I mean, you name it, um, I went over there and, and did the things I knew I should have done a long time ago. But I was too loyal to do it. You know, I was too loyal to make these switches up and hurt some feelings. And then when I lost and they turned, they turned their back on me, I was like, I go, you know what, this is, a, this is perfect. I go, now I can, I can make these, these moves without feeling any, any guilt, right? Without feeling any like, damn, I let these guys down or I turned my back on them or whatever. It was like, all right. It, it was confirmation to, to yo, you you've been right, and this is just another way of 
like the universe or whatever you believe in telling you like, let's make that change and let's make that move now. I don't want to make any assumptions. I'm sorry, Jimmy, but I can tell you, you're still very tight with Henner. I can tell you you're tight with Henner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're, we're cool as fuck. Okay, yeah. cool. He, he, on the airplane or so he, you, before you go to Abu Dhabi, you take a test yourself and you send it in and then it, you get the results and then you're allowed to fly to Vegas to quarantine. He passed that test because he had, I didn't tell anyone, but basically my whole team got yeah. coronavirus while, while, while I was in camp and I was training by myself for like three, three weeks, three and a half weeks. Um, we were doing like zoom shit or like FaceTime, like, or like, yo, go do this, go do that. So I was like, cool. Like, as long as I have the structure and the plan, I, I've always worked out on my own anyways. So I don't need you guys to push me. I can push my damn self. And then, uh, by the time these guys all got fixed up and everything and everyone took their tests, we were good. And I did, I did like a, like, so we, we kept doing tests to see my progression and my progression just fucking leveled up. But going back to Hanner, um, yeah, so he had, he was one of the persons that had, that had COVID, that, that caught COVID, but then he was good. So when he took the first test, he went to the, he, he got to Vegas because he was negative. In Vegas, he took another test and it came out positive. Oh, okay. And did they take another one after that or no? And then, well, that's what the thing they're like, you only get one test right here. Um, if you fly out right now and you get to Abu Dhabi and you test negative or positive, you're two weeks, you're locked up for two weeks uh, in a separate like location, isolated from everyone. So not only are you going to miss a fight, but I'm going to go home and you're going to have to stay next yeah. week. Yeah. So for for him that it was just like, is that a chance that you want no, to take? I got you. No, because yeah, you were talking about people close to you. I just, I knew you guys were cool. I just wanted to let the audience know it's not Henner. <laughs> Henner's cool. Okay. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> and you didn't get sick though, right? You 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 didn't get it. No, man. Everyone thought I had it because I was in contact with people and everything, and everyone he's like, for sure he has it, and I thought I was like, fuck, for sure I have it, and then uh, I did a test negative i did another test negative so there and there's different types of tests that you take we went all the way down to like what's called the pcr test which is like the most legitimate test you can take like the pcr test some of these give you like negative reads but this one is for sure like the 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 percentage wise that help that, it, that it's like accurate is is amazing so i went over there and took three of those tests and then it was like negative, 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 negative. I kept hitting negatives. And I was like, yo, you motherfuckers want me to have this shit or what? Like, I, I already tested hey, what's your blood type? Do you know? Is it O positive? I hear good things about that. I have no idea. Do you know idea. what it is? No. I have I no idea. I wouldn't know no, either, no. but I, for some reason I do. <laughs> I don't know. But I heard O. Did you hear anything about that, Jimmy, about the blood types? No. I, mean, I heard O positive is good, but I don't know shit, guys. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I heard... Uh, I heard, I used, you know, when you're a kid, when I was a kid, I used to hear my blood type and I remembered it like it was my address, but yeah, I forgot I it. I shit all the time. Dude. Now, was that, was that your, uh, was your game plan to stand with him for five rounds or did you, as it was going, just go, this is going really well. I mean, cause he's a pretty devastating striker and you, you didn't even really need to spend any time on the floor, which was so amazing. Um, did that game plan change as it was going on? No, I mean, the game plan was perfect, you know, um, there were some things I felt I didn't have to do because the stand-up was going so well. Um, but it was – the whole game plan was go in there and, and basically it was chip away at this guy on all levels. 
um, that was literally the whole code of this trip was chip away. And what do you think about, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't think any decisions have been made. But, um, you know, I, I mean, Max has fought Volkanovski twice. So it looks like you're next in line. Oh, um, that'd be awesome. And have you heard anything about a possible time frame? Um, you know, how are you feeling physically? Um, I mean, it was a five-round fight. I, I, I do. I feel great. Uh, my legs were sore for about, like, maybe five, six days just from the shin-to-shin yeah. action. Um, but... I mean, right now I'm walking around, I'm running around. I took, I decided to take one week off and, you know, usually everyone wants to go back in the gym and say, no, I'm back out hard work again. Like this doesn't stop. We're like, yo, let your body heal from this. Relax for a week. Like don't be your own worst enemy. Right. Um, take one week off. No, I'm not even surfing, no? man. You laying off it? No, I went, I, I went lobster diving though. Wait, what? Lobster diving? Yeah, I caught like thirteen uh, lobsters like at nighttime. What What are you catching with? Your hands. <laughs> you were fucking grabbing <laughs> lobsters with your hands. Yeah, you have a flashlight at night, and then you just you have your fins, and then you swim all the way down, and then you have a good glove, and you just kind of just slowly creep up on them, and you just snatch them up. They trying to get you. They try to fucking. <laughs> no, they're 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 the ones without the the. They don't have claws. Oh, just their tails are, have little spikes on them, but with the glove you don't feel it. And if you grab the top of the top of it, you're, you're all right. They just squirm a lot. How far down were you? How like how many feet? Not much, maybe like 15 feet, 20 the most. Oh my god, not much. I'm not. I'm not, dude. I'm I'm not made for the ocean. At nighttime, it's scary though. It is well, right. Daytime, it's scary. I'm sure. Yeah. So what? They like? I wonder. I like. You look around. Like I wonder where you at, motherfucker. Like. You're probably looking at me. So they hunt at night? Uh, it's just easier to catch them at night, man. And how the many lobster. are you? Like a group of three, four, or five? It's a group of like four or five. Some of them are on the boat fishing. Um, yeah, some people are on the boat fishing, and then I'm over here just free diving. I need, I need to be in the ocean at least. The ocean. So even if you're not surfing, you're, you're in that ocean. I love it, man. Yeah, I love it. I haven't surfed in a while just because – I've been just too caught up doing everything. You know what I'm saying? It was like the whole COVID and then the beaches were closed down over here for a long time. That's right too. Yeah. Um, it was just, even, even when the water turned blue over here, I forgot cause of, cause of something. It was like at nighttime where like the waves would crash and they'll look all blue. It was like neon blue. It was beautiful, but like they had the beaches closed. I still snuck in the beach and like went in the water. I like, I had to go in the water for that. Oh, that sounds like it's something out of a movie. Do you get man. sucked out it by was. a riptide? Riptides, for some reason, I can swim too. I can stay afloat, but for some reason, they've been scaring the shit out of me for the last few years. I haven't gone near the ocean. Do you ever get pulled out by one? Yeah, I've been pulled out. Um, you just let it pull you out. And then you got to like swim back. Of, yeah, but you swim back at an angle, like away from the riptide, you know? Wow. So like, if you, stay, if you stay in that riptide and you keep swimming, you're kind of just messing yourself up. But if you let it shoot you out and then you, you kind of – once it shoots you out, you change the direction, like more at an angle. The way where at least where I go, you go at an angle. Uh, it's just a little further swim, so don't panic. But you'll be all right. Oh, don't panic. Yeah, at the I'm I'm pretty. I'll be way better in the my my poker face in the cage than the ocean. You don't want to see that. Uh, you lose all respect for me. <laughs> like no, oh, I, just screaming. I've had friends. There's there's these rocks that we jump off of. Uh, and we swim back to, to shore, right? 
And then um, I have a lot. I have had a lot of friends. They're like, "Yeah, I know how to swim. I know how to do this." I'm like, "Listen, bro, like, don't jump off these rocks if you don't know how to do this." And then they're like, they eventually jump off the rocks, and then they start panicking. But the waves crashing, like, will mess you up because they want to go back to the rocks for safety. But these waves smack them dead ass across these rocks. So. Uh, so I've had some friends, you know, like I've heard worse stories about surfers doing that over there. And like, they get messed like hospital, like they have to come pick them up. But luckily some friends just have some scratches and some falls, but they, they got lucky. The waves weren't big. If you do that on like big, heavy days. Well, how do you, you have know, you done that? Rocks, what do you do? How do you get to the rocks? Well, it's, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's called like, you just walk it. Oh yeah. The rocks go all the way to the ocean. Like they just, they're out there. They were placed there a long time ago. It's like a pier, um, right? Like a rock pier almost. It goes all the way out. Yeah, it's like a rock pier, basically. Jimmy, don't do it. No, no. no. Oh, if you're over there, don't do it. You got nothing to prove. If there's no waves like summer, you can do it because then you can just jump off the rocks and go back on the rocks. Uh, but when there's waves, it's like, you know, you chase the adrenaline. You're like, let's do it while it's, it's crazy right now. Oh, man. Well, Brian, it's uh, congratulations, man. It's good to talk to you. And I, I really I can't wait for a fight between you and Volkanovsky, which has to be next. I mean, logically. Um, phenomenal fight. Styles make fight. That, that's a hell of a fight. That's a hell of a fight. He said February, from what I've from what I seen on the internet, was Volkanovsky said he'll be ready in February. So we'll see what happens exactly, right? We'll see what Tiki goes out there and talks to Dana or whoever he talks to and and uh and, and we'll see what day comes up or where 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 and when right that's the big question well hopefully we'll talk to you before then um i'm sorry jimmy a hell of a fight though i can't say it enough yeah uh, so in, in a fight where everybody was like like razor thin on the fence a korean zombies looking so dangerous and that i mean and you know coming off especially you came off a a tough fight with max I would love to see you uh, fight for the title, dude. I mean, you deserve it. Thank you, man. Thank you, bro. We we put in a lot of work, and this is barely the beginning of, of me and this new team. Well, it was incredible, and uh, congratulations, because uh, whatever you're doing, it worked. Keep doing it, and uh, we'll definitely talk to you before the next fight. Thank you, guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Listen, Jimmy, I'm gonna, I said it once, I'll say it again, Oculus Quest 2 
the wireless experience. Yeah. I'm loving it. Population one. I don't want to grow up. How about on my Instagram, Longo chimes in. What does he write, Jimmy? Do you know what he writes? Uh, grow up. Uh, Why does he got to mess with my fun? Well, he's looking out for you. You know what I, Jimmy, what? you said that, you said that like you're almost, you're backing him up that I should grow up. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm in a house of women. I got to, I got to have my own time. Yeah, you do. The Oasis, Jimmy. Understood. But anyway, I'm going to be, uh, you know, teaching some jujitsu, jumping on, playing some games, but anybody who wants to get on there, population one, I'd like to squat up. <laughs> it's not just for kids. Don't, don't make me feel like I'm going through a Absolutely crisis. not at all. You know? It's all fun and games, so I make millions on Twitch. That's right. Jimmy, what do you want to plug, dude? Honestly, nothing. I got the uh, Chip Chipperson podcast and go to chipchipperson.com for great merch like this for Chipula and uh, Jim and Sam in the morning. That's it. And uh, that's all I got. Yeah, dude. SarahBJJ.com if you want a Kimura Savage shirt. And I'm on Cameo. So, I mean, hey, might as well get something for the kids. You know what I mean? With the whole cameo thing. Jimmy, yes, I will see you in a couple of days. Last week, I had it wrong. Today, I have it right. It's Monday. I will see you Wednesday. Yes, buddy. All right, Jimmy. Hey, listen, and congrats to Habib on a phenomenal career. Yeah, amazing. amazing. We love him, and we are his biggest fans. I hope he changes I'm his, his mind. I'm his biggest fan. You are. You root for Justin. But listen to I me. I did. Great fights all around. All right. I will uh, talk you to you soon. Bye, Jimmy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.